page, Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. Happy New Year, happy 2016 to we, to you all who are tuned in. Welcome to the Fashion Lab, the first fashion business radio show to go live in the world. My name is Lisa Gumba Regisford, and on today's show we're going to be talking to different fashion industry professionals of the African diaspora around the African fashion overview for 2016. So we're definitely, um, or I am definitely, grateful for another brand new year, you know, with brand new possibilities. And I'm definitely looking forward to seeing African fashion soar into higher heights through better business this year. So whatever you're not able able to achieve, whatever we were not able to do last year, I believe we'll be able to uh, achieve this year. Now, for those of you who are tuned in for the first time, Fashion Lab Radio was set up to dissect the business behind fashion in Africa to provide a platform where we can grow and where we can develop and where we can actually excel. Um, with a main objective to empower the general public, emerging designers, retailers, and any other fashion industry stakeholders, we definitely look forward um, to hearing from you, Africa. So normally I have a co-host on this show. His name is Mark Peterson, but he's not going to be joining us today. But I'm sure he's here mentally. Uh, I also normally have our senior trend analyst, um, Nicola Cooper, who's still under recovery and unable to join us today. But we definitely send warm wishes and love and light for a quick recovery. Now, as I continue the show, I would like to encourage you who are listening to let us know what type of subject matters you would like to hear us dissect next this year. And obviously, um, we'd love you to join into our conversations today. You can tweet us um, on Fashion Lab AF. Keep your tweets coming and flowing. This is where we hold it down. We're no longer on on Fridays. We're now on on Thursdays, 1 to 2 Central African time. So keep it locked. Uh, another just quick reminder before I get into this conversation is we have a very interesting segment at the end of the show and it's called Who Would You Want to Dress? And I would like to encourage you who's listening to actually think about it and share with me at the end of the show who you want to dress and why. Now, today we'll be discussing our overview of where we see African fashion in 2016. I've got different um, fashion friends who are going to be joining in as well with different viewpoints from across the continent. And we'll be engaging with Kwaku Ansa of Kanu Magazine from Ghana. We'll also be uh, plugging in Edgy Benson of Elan Consultants from New York. And of course, we've also got Mimin Tuli, who's a fashion stylist from Addis Ababa, from Ethiopia, for those who don't know. So before I plug in our guests, I'd like to share a bit of my vision for African brands and fashion designers this year. And as I share, we are, you know, it's an open conversation. You can keep your tweets coming at Fashion Lab AF. You can also call us directly into the studio on 0861-555-189 to just join in and also just share with me where you think uh, African fashion is going this year. So one of my top five uh, sort of like envision points is to be able to see a bigger online presence from fashion brands and designers in the continent. I feel like um, we definitely have, we're growing in different ways. Um, you're seeing a lot of African brands all over the shop fronts, but because of the fact that the world is actually living online, I think that it's a really, really um, big step to take. It's something we definitely want to encourage African brands and designers to be able to get, uh, you know, get into. The second thing of where, or my top, my my top uh, two uh, envision note is 
to kind of see more production um, facilities or manufacturing facilities or CMTs set up in the continent, obviously to fulfill that demand without without designers and and brands traveling and spending all our African money everywhere else but Africa. So obviously, um, it's nice to keep the change circulating um, locally within the continent, and I think that I would love to definitely encourage brands. Um, and, and, and maybe facilities like CMTs that have been able to run their businesses for a long time, um, successfully to maybe consider setting up other, um, you know, factories or other CMTs across the continent. And that will just make us, um, grow bigger. It'll make things and access easier for us. And we will be able to grow uh, the economy, I think, better. Now, my top three is the third point is I think, um, it'd be really nice to see a more global hustle from the fashion brands and designers in the continent. I'm not saying we're not hustling, but I just think that uh, sometimes we get too comfortable and we miss that global um, competitive edge. And my whole thing is we cannot be able to, if we're not competing with the globe, then it's very hard to win and to actually keep ourselves on our toes, constantly growing, constantly expanding and smiling to the bank. Uh, my fourth um, sort of envision note for this year for brands and designers in the continent is to see more boutiques and department stores, um, you know, happier to stock all of these fresh African brands that are uh, some are upcoming, some are already established because the brands are here. And um, I ha- have during this holiday, I was having conversations with um, a couple of my friends who are not based here and they say, they only get to get a piece of this pie when they get to the continent, but it's such a shame that they actually go into stores like Starterfords and they're looking for some African brands that they can take back home. But really, it's hard. So it's really like a word of mouth to be able to fizz in through and find these African brands and actually enjoy them. Um, my last point uh, of my top five of what I'd love to see happen uh, differently in the continent when it comes to fashion this year is more consumer interest in African brands. So as much as I'm vouching and I'm saying and I'm hoping and I'm saying, gosh, may the boutiques and the department stores continue to actually stock even more and more um, African brands. Uh, the joke also could be that, you know, is there a demand from it for, for these African brands from the continent? So I would encourage, um, African consumers to also start, um, expanding their, you know, the, 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 expanding the, the way that they look at fashion and also just taking a chance and seeing what's actually in the market that is of African, um, of African descent or of African style of African originality and, and try it. I mean, if it's a good quality garment, why not? And for fashion lovers, fashion, fashion is fashion, style is style, but you know, you can definitely take a risk, get in there and, 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 you know, and if it's good, it's good. So those are my top five, um, sort of envision notes of where I want to see African fashion go to this year in 2016. And I'd love to hear from you if you have any extra tips or if you have any um, sort of um, conversations that you would want to share about where we are going this year or where you would like to see Africa this year. Please continue to tweet us um, on Fashion Lab AF. And remember that this is the Fashion Lab of, on Cliff Central. We are now holding it down every Thursday from 1 to 2 p.m. Central African time. Now, obviously, like I said, I've got guests from the African diaspora. And um, it'd be nice to uh, pick their minds as well and see, you know, based on their expertise um, within the fashion industry in the continent, what are they looking forward to? 
what would they want to do different within their spheres of influence and and then let's just go with the flow so anyway i've got mimi uh mimi is a fashion stylist from addis ababa a lover of beauty, fashion and lifestyle while promoting a healthy way of living. And before I engage your minds around expectations um, of Mimi uh, as a fashion stylist, I'd like to invite Mimi into the show. Mimi, welcome. Hi, how are you guys? Fine, thank you, Mimi. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, Mimi. How are, how are things? How's the fashion? Are you back from holiday or are you kind of working a bit still and... Uh, and um and, and 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 enjoying the holiday i'm still uh back home in addis ababa um uh, today's our christmas so the holiday is not end yet yeah so uh, i'm still enjoying my family and then the culture and then the holidays and everything so i'm still back home in addis fantastic so could you share with our audience a bit about you and your styling work before i go straight into my points with you oh okay um um I have been in the fashion industry for the past eight years almost. Um, I have worked as um, a sales assistant in um, one of the biggest retail industry uh, in South Africa, which are a platinum group. And um, after that, I was trying, um, I was trying to do my own um, uh, fashion uh, sh- shop. I was opening like a shop and then try to do my own thing. And then after that, um, I, I joined Zara. Mm-hmm. When Zara started in South Africa, uh, I was um, the manager of the main department, and I was uh, doing. Um, I was, I was, I was, I was at Zara, and then Zara was, I think, uh, the turning point for me, uh, understanding fashion and retail and all of those things. So that was my background. Okay, and what type of styling work are you doing now? Uh, uh right now i do uh, uh i basically uh buy uh, stock from uh, overseas and then bring into the country uh, especially um in south africa uh, but the reason why i'm here in uh, ethiopia is i want to work on more on the traditional clothes of uh, ethiopian clothes to introduce uh, to the whole of africa so um that is um what i'm busy with right now with my uh, business partner and we want to take uh, the ethiopian uh, traditional clothes but make it fashionable and trendy and then um take it out of out of to the whole like continent and introducing it to the the African markets. That's what we are busy with. Fantastic. And um, tell me, what is your, for obviously uh, there's a lot of people who tune into the show and some people may not know, what is it? I mean, I personally love the Ethiopian cloth. What's the name of the Ethiopian cloth? And do you feel that there's a market for it in Africa or are you wanting to actually push it out to the world? Um, uh, we call it Yahabesha lips. Uh, Habesha is um, um, the other way of calling Ethiopian. So uh, it's traditional, it's handmade, um, um, and then it's uh, 100% organic. Mm. So where we want to come in into the... Uh, to the to the industry actually is like uh, before it was um very traditional like every other ethiopian uh ruler people that they wear it because they made it by themselves uh but uh right now currently for the past almost 10 years people are trying to make it more especially the fashion designers they are trying to make it more um as tra- as um as trendy as possible so that uh, they can um bring it out as more fashion uh, but mostly that is happening here in, in Ethiopia. And then 
uh, a few people that are, they're trying to take it like in America. Uh, and then they have, um, shops and everything in America, but not in Africa. So, um, and we believe that there's a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, potential for our traditional clothes, especially because of, um, the, 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 the clothes are made by like handmade and then, um, it is organic as well. So I'm sure it will have a lot of, uh, impact in the industry and then it's, you it can make it as trendy as possible. Like you can make it anything out of, uh, the, the traditional clothes that we have here in Ethiopia. So that's what we are busy with. And then, uh, we are, we believe that we are going to have a lot of market in Africa and then in all, all over the world as well. And tell me, Mimi, as a fashion um, authority, um, what do you envision or what are you looking forward to seeing in this African fashion industry this year? Hello, uh, Mimi? Come again? Hello? Sorry, I was just asking, what do you envision yes. or what do you look forward to seeing in the African fashion industry this year as a, a fashion authority? Um, I think um, what I would like to see is... Um, I want most of our, like, as Africans to wear our traditional clothes more than the Western clothes, uh, because we can do it. And then uh, we, we know and we understand, uh, what is fashion right now. And then, but we just need to build the, the, the confidence to wear it, uh, and then to be proud wearing it and then to represent Africa in the whole world, uh, by, putting or wearing our traditional clothes. Uh, that is what I would like to see. And then that is my aim and my goal. Fantastic. And uh, are you operating from Johannesburg as well? Yes, yes. Um, I, I live in Johannesburg and then I operate uh, from Johannesburg. And the first thing that we, once we finalize everything here uh, in Ethiopia, we are, we are busy uh, uh, trying to open up a shop uh, here in Addis. Then after that, we are going to take it to uh, South Africa, which is going to be in Johannesburg. Very nice. It is so been so great to talk to you, Mimi. Um, we definitely look forward um, to uh, connecting more, uh, and we look forward to that ah. range that you're also coming up with, because we definitely love that Ethiopian cloth, and we don't see and I don't see enough of it. Um, Mimi, how can our audience exactly. connect with you if they need to connect with you? What are you on Twitter, fa- Facebook? What, how can we connect? Um, you? on f- yeah, on Facebook, uh, my handle is. Uh Mahader, which is M-A-H-D-E-R-E, um, and Tuli, um, that is my handle for Facebook, uh, and, uh, my, um, uh, my Instagram is Mimi and Tuli, which is M-I-M-I-N-T-U-L-I. And uh, that's my handle. Are you on Twitter? Uh, no, I'm not on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> well, it's been so great chatting to you, Mimi. Um, good luck with everything you're doing. Um, and, Thank you uh, so much will, for having And And we will be in touch. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Okay, that was uh, Mimi, uh, who's a fashion stylist from Addis Ababa. And she's also obviously doing great things. They're trying to set up this range um, and actually let it penetrate into the continent. And I think that it's a good thing. I love the African, uh, Ethiopian cloth. I think she said it's called Habesha. And uh, I think that it'd be nice to be able to see some really cool um, ways of how they're going to transform that and make it wearable and even more fun. Uh, you know, in a trend, from a trendy perspective. But anyway, moving on along, we are definitely discussing and talking about, um, you know, the, our overview or our vision for 2016 when it comes to African brands and African designers. 
And uh, we're going to be also joined by Kwaku from Kanu Magazine. We're also going to be joined uh, by Edgy from Elan Consultants, New York. So um, just trying to see who we have here now. Well, as we're waiting to uh, connect with uh, Ghana and New York, uh, we will be right back after this little break. Download the Cliff Central app. Available now on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. We are here again discussing um, where we want to see African fashion this year. Um, obviously, there's been a lot of highlights. There's been a lot of um, just uh, a lot of growth in different aspects of uh, different African brands um, in Africa and in the diaspora. And uh, we are talking to a couple of people to just kind of also pick up their minds and see what their thoughts are where they're coming from, where they're going to, and how we can um, move forward and uh, and grow. So I've got um, my guests again. I've got Edgy, who we will be plugging into. Um, Edgy is from Elan Consultants, New York. I've got um, Kweku Ansa, who's also going to be plugging in from Ghana, from the Kanu magazine. Um, and obviously our lines are open. If you have comments, if you want to be able to join in the conversation, you can call us on 861 189 Um, now we have, um, before we, we go on, we've got, uh, Colin on the line. Hello? Yes. Hi, Liz. This is Floressa. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Talk I have a quick, I have a quick question as a, um, a fashion question. Yeah. As a person that follows fashion in this world, and of course, as a woman um, who loves fashion as well. Yes. Um, I have a quick question, Liz. The question is um, as I am attending all these summits and conventions as I am traveling through Africa and the African diaspora, mm-hmm. um, being from South Africa, mm-hmm. I attend these summits. And I see these absolutely exquisite garments and very neat, very stylish, very chic, and very presentable, where I have my friends with, from the World Economic Forum um, speaking to the president, Bohari, in his very nice pencil skirt, African print dress, and just a plain white shirt. You know, presentation is really everything before we have confidence being everything. Mm-hmm. And, and I and I sit back thinking, where do I have, how do I gain access to garments like that in South Africa? Because mm. I would like to have access to that. Um, of course, these girls, these women all coming from Niger, um, Ivory Coast, the DRC, um, Nigeria, and they go, girls, don't worry about it, we'll hook you up. Mm-hmm. But I want to be able to be hooked up when I come from home mm. and have access to it whenever I need to. So um, is there any way we can work around that? Yeah, obviously. I mean, I wish I was the president of African fashion and, and then I could also just dictate to all of the stores and boutiques and put some sort of law down and say this is... Uh, the criteria for you to set up a shop, you've got to carry these. So I hear your concern and you're not the first one to come out to speak about the fact that we've got such amazing brands, um, fresh, proper brands 
in the continent, but l- lack of visibility, meaning that's a gap that we definitely need to fill up. And obviously today on the show, we've been talking about um, just seeing the African fashion move ahead and what we expect for it this year. And I feel that that's maybe one of the conversations that and agendas that we'll continue to push, you know. I was going to say, Clarissa, if you really like the stuff so much, maybe you should just set up a shop. <laughs> <laughs> Shops around the continent and then outsource, uh, get some brands in and maybe that way, you know, cause I always say sometimes, um, the solution to a problem means, um, making a move, being, being the change, yeah. doing something about it. Yeah. Well, the move would possibly be when you go into like a status or a, what is Zara and you can pick up something that represents where I can carry my Africa with me. Like everyone else does when they, when we meet. I knew I am. Locking up like I'm from Hollywood and I'm not. <laughs> Listen, I think <laughs> we really appreciate your concern, um, Clarissa. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that, um, a brand like Zara yeah. is, is, is a brand on its own and therefore we can't really touch that. But people like Staddafords are people that we, you know, they are, they're stores. They're stores that we can engage. We've actually had Staddafords on the show as well. We've talked about this and had this type of conversations and, um, everyone go at their pace. Uh, but I really feel hopeful for this year and I feel that because African brands have also proven that they're so good and they're good enough, the next step means finding ways to be able to push these brands um, into different um, stores, not just in Africa but around the world. So basically taking our Africa to the world, like you said. Absolutely. But and as they say, we are the ones we've been waiting for. Yes. So let's, let's, let's live and lead. Yes, And true. do what we need to do. Fantastic. It's, it's very true. Very true. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much for your insight and, and thank you for um, calling in and uh, have a fabulous day and keep in touch with us. Um, maybe, may, maybe share, share, maybe you could share out a tweet to your followers and find out from them what they think about that. But um, we are definitely in touch and we are definitely um, um, on the same page when it comes to how do we move forward and how do we get more visibility. So thank you for that yeah. call and thank you for Thank you for that. Thanks for having me. All right. Have a lovely day. I wish you all the best. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> yep. This is the Fashion Lab, and that was uh, Colorin, Clarissa, who was also just trying to find out why she cannot have access to this brand when she literally travels all over the world, and she'd like to take this brand with her. Um, so continuing our conversation around where we want to see Africa this year when it comes to fashion and brands, um, we will be joined by Edgy Kweku. All right. Well, uh, we can't find our people. So we're just going to continue, um, discussing, uh, some of this, um, topics around what we really want to see, uh, as we move ahead, um, in the continent. I really have a feeling that, um, based on the call, the caller that just called in, I really have a feeling that, um, we can now start pushing more and trying to find ways to get buyers and get, um, boutique owners, um, a bit more sensitized or a bit more aware of some of the cool brands that are coming in from the continent and, uh, and, you know, and just pick their minds and give them a chance to also see and feel and try. Um, I always say no to consignment, but then at the same time, uh, consignment could also be a very strong, um, way to be able to get visibility, um, for brands because sometimes you can then find a way to deal where you start with your first order, 
on consignment and uh, a lot of buyers or boutiques, I know even from my experience have said in the past that, you know, you can't just buy. You have to first try, test the market as a buyer because you're also taking this risk. And based on the success of the first run, you can then go back and negotiate and say, look, this is now how we want to do it. Can we please buy? Can we just focus on buying? So um I am just... uh Wondering uh, what your thoughts are. Um, I see some tweets coming. Um, it would be nice to hear from you, um, Africa. We also want to just be able to include you and uh, in our conversations by making sure that you can also share with us what are the subject matters that you would like to hear on the show based on what we've been speaking about. I've got some tweets. I've got a tweet from Gomotso who's saying that, you know, we should see more creative designers receiving business mentorship to enable them to be sustainable and profitable. And I really agree with Gomotso on that. Thanks, Gomotso. I think that um, we're definitely at a stage um, in life. In life, every day should be a school day in the sense that you can definitely better yourself as a brand. You can be able to grow and you can be able to learn more to be able to expand your brand um, better by being involved or being in spaces where you can actually get some sort of a, not necessarily just mentorship, but maybe also just workshops and seminars that can be able to fill a gap in your fashion space. Um, I feel that, uh, Gomoto, thank you for the tweet. And I see also, uh, you say that I, you personally would like to see an increase in youth investment and young talent promotion, which is also something really interesting. There's a lot of tweets coming in. Keep your tweets, uh, uh, yeah, keep your tweets coming. And, um, you know, I mean, like, let's just talk about it and let's not just talk about it, but more like be about it. We're going to be back right after the break. Fashion Lab on CliffCentral.com. Welcome back to the Fashion Lab. We are just having a laid back conversation about what we would love to see in the African fashion industry, um, in 2016. Um, we're going to be joined now by, uh, Quick Wansa. Hi, hi, Liz. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm okay. good. Okay, okay, cool. So, Kweku, how's the new year so far? Um, that's Hamatan, it's a dry season in Ghana, and um, the mosquitoes are doing their worst. <laughs> but um, it's kind of cool, and the sun is out, so we're happy. <laughs> so before I um, get straight into my conversation with you around what we want to see this year in the African fashion space, could you just share with our audience who you are and what you, uh, how you contribute, um, or how you, how you contribute to the African fashion industry through your portfolio? Well, I am an artist first and foremost, and um, I think my background is growing up. Um, being tutored by a filmmaker and a fashion designer and my grandfather on my maternal side used to weave cloth. However, um, I wouldn't call myself a fashion expert. In any case, I would call myself an artist. Mm. Okay. Do you want to just share with us quickly about what you do uh, with Canoe Magazine? Canoe Magazine is a lifestyle platform what we're trying to do right now with our new series is to redirect um, what an African thinking should be, something more progressive, something that could be sustainable within our 
culture and our lifestyles. Okay, cool. So for me, what I'd like to know, because obviously we're just talking about what we want to see this year and what we want to see differently. What do you personally envision um, or what are you looking forward to seeing in the African fashion industry this year? I would I would like to see the... Um, uh, normally when we talk about fashion, we forget that um, most institutional bodies direct what people wear. Like doctors have a particular clothing, probably to help them do what they're doing. Scientists do the same. Um, but on a more commercial note, um, the people in the banks, uh, the salespeople who go out, there's a decorum, there's a dress code where people um, are expected to conform to um, for their jobs. I think these things have to be looked at properly because um, bank tellers look a particular way. And um, I think if we are to be informed with our weather, with our climatic conditions, with even from studying, we need to take fashion from what we do as a people our occupations, and where we live. Oh, sorry. I'm just getting a call coming in. (laughs) 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 So, um, with um, fashion, I I, I think um, what trends normally comes from the West? What trend normally comes from the West? And so, as Africans, we tend to copy a bit blindly, forgetting that um, it's not so cold out here in West Africa. And people are wearing <laughs> jackets, and um, you go to a bank, and it also affects even our architecture. You have all these huge buildings with a hundred air conditioners, and there's no power to power them. So these people are sweating in their offices. We need to dress. Um, to suit our climates and how the world is changing. And uh, I had earlier on the show um, some caller who called to speak about the fact that she travels a lot within the continent, not just the continent, actually the world. And she says her, what was so frustrating for her is that she cannot walk into a shop and buy, find African brands. However, she knows they're there. These very proper African brands so basically what she was talking about is, and I mean, well, what I figured she's talking about is there's no visibility for African brands as much as it could be. And I know that we have to take baby steps. It's one thing after the other. It's one step at a time. Um, so for me, what what's your thought when it comes to um, visibility of African brands and obviously that whole um, idea or notion to be able to sit on a competitive edge with the global brands in the in, in the world, because what are we doing? Are we why are we not visible? And so, what are you seeing this year? Because I feel like last year we spoke about a lot of different subject matters that influence or affect this industry, and I have seen. I can actually say, like, by the end of 2015, I was definitely celebrating and excited about some of the African brands who are really pushing it and and doing so much better. So what do you think when it comes to visibility, obviously, and the competitive um, edge 
for African brands this year? What what do you envision? What do you hope for? What do you suggest? You know, what do you think? I think any any suggestion now from anybody would be um, what we should source or buy from the worst. We don't have an industry. So that if we don't have an industry, we would um, continue from the haberdasheries to the textiles. We would continue to import and use the best based on what the West trends on. We do, we 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 don't have any industry. Look I, at our. I did, I don't know. Like I feel like we've grown, and I feel like we're growing constantly. And I feel like um, sitting and just we, saying we don't have an industry does not help anything. Does not change. Do we have an industry? I believe we have an industry. It may be small. It may be growing slowly, but it's it's there. There is an industry, and I feel okay. like in the continent, I feel that um, South Africa to me has a lot of, when I look at the rest of the countries in the continent, I feel that there's a lot of order, more order and structure here when it comes to the value chain of fashion. You can be able to sit here, have a dream, okay, get somebody or get some help or consultant or do it yourself. Conceptualize your collection based on different things, obviously, and then come up with the sketches and bring a whole dream into life and out all the way to distribution in, in South Africa, because you've got the CMTs, you've got the fabric uh, designers, and you've got your graphic spaces, you've got printing spaces where you can print your fabric in bulk, you've got uh, YKK zips, you've got, you've got like, what, so when you say there's no industry, I'm like, it's not that there's no industry, maybe it's just so small, or maybe... It's, it's that's an infantile state. It, our industry is on a copy what trends and uh, what we should do. I, I don't think we have an industry that really creates for us for something that will be sustainable. What? Um, quick, what, who is your favorite designer, fashion designer? Africa, give me like one or two names of your favorite African fashion designers. He died. He died. Oh, God. Okay. He died. <laughs> Kofi Ansai is my favorite designer. He died. Um, next to Kofi Ansai, I think Diola Sego is doing very well. Um, she and some of the Nigerian um, fashion icons, they are exploring more the Ankara fabrics and the African prints. But none of these textiles are woven locally. They come from Holland. But listen... Um... You know that in the continent, anyway, I don't know what, we're going to go too far. I was going to just say, just to inform you a bit in case you didn't know, we've got a lot of different um, fabric types that are actually woven in different parts of the continent. You know that, right? Yeah. And you know that there's designers who actually are able to invest in that and actually build up their collections on that. So it's not just I printed my own or I have my own print and my own story through my print, but... I'm actually wearing Kikoi that's woven from uh, Mombasa, straight from Mombasa. And then the print and the colors and everything is still you. And then you still find a way to push it and distribute it into the market. So anyway, look, I'm not, uh, we're not going to argue about if there's a fashion industry in Africa or not. But the one thing I'm going to say is I appreciate you touching base with you on a day, you know, on, on a regular basis, because I still feel like you 
um, understand African fashion in a special way and you are definitely uh, a fashion head who we can actually talk to when we need to have this side of, sort of conversations um, once, once in a while. So whether you argue with me from day to night, I don't mind. Um, we are open for business. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just want to say I've heard about your new magazine. That's uh, the new uh, magazine. I'm still not on the cover. I don't know what's going on with that. But can you just please let our audience know how they can connect with you? And then we will be in touch again. Well, www.oatcanoe.com, which is actually having a facelift next Monday. Um, what we have is pretty basic. What we're also trying to do on www.oatcanoe.com is to invite um, people from across the continent and outside who are concerned about our growth to send contributing articles. So that's our agenda for the first quarter of this year to get more contribution so that we can forge forward on a Pan-African um, scale. So you mean, you mean Pan-African contributors or just global contributors? Contributors. contributors. From in where? In text, in editorial, in um, vision, in images, we want contribution from the continent okay. to direct our future. Fantastic, fantastic. Thank you very much, Kweku. It's been nice uh, chatting with you. Uh, we wish you all the best in 2016, and uh, we look forward to that canoe coming out soon. And I also look forward to being on the cover. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Thank and, you. Uh, have Thank a lovely you day. Thank you. All right, then. Bye. All right, that was uh, Kweku Ansa uh, of Canoe Magazine, um, and he's got a lot to say, but you can follow him, you hardware, you can find him. Uh, we're going to go straight to our last um, segment of the show, which is called Who Would You Want to Dress and Why? And I'm going to plug in, um, obviously, because I'm alone here, I'm going to plug in Sia, Jono, and Michael uh, to share with us who they want to dress and why. Um, Sia... It would be nice to, uh, you know, see, I always, uh, pulls this whole look of like, I know style. I am style <laughs> and, uh, I kind of exude style too. So I'd like to invite you today for the very first time. Yeah. <laughs> Bonsoir, Liz. Bo bo bon après-midi. Oh, oh. Bon après-midi. Whatever it's that afternoon. is. That sounds it, it's, nice. It's, it's <laughs> afternoon. Okay. So Sia, tell us. I mean, uh -huh. you obviously know we've got this segment called Who Would You Want to Dress and Why? Yes. Who Would You Want to Dress and Why? Ooh, 2016, right? Yes. I'd really, I'm still caught up on Lupita Nyong'o. I don't know why. She's still just so cool to me, but at the same time, I feel like we could be best friends. Okay. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, <laughs> Lupita. Like, and, I, and I think you could. <laughs> like you can mail me anytime. Email me if you want to go out for lunch. And why would it be her? I, I think because she's just so naturally gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And she she just has this confidence already that mm. like I don't need tons of makeup or I and need I to don't change. Need, and I don't need no. Sia to dress me. Well, kind of like <laughs> well, <laughs> Lupita, you need me to dress you and to take you out for lunch <laughs> and a date to the Oscars. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like confidence already is key. And then with an awesome outfit on top, I think you're unstoppable. Fine so definitely, wow. Lupita Nyong'o. Fantastic. That's Sia who wants to dress Lupita and Jono. Uh huh. Uh, Jono, who would you want to dress and why? Where's he? All right, yeah, Michael. Let's get Ma Michael Flex. Yeah, there. let's yeah. talk about yes, Michael Flex. Who would you want to dress and why? Okay, so I want to dress um, David Beckham. Okay. He he. Right now he's got like this whole classy look, like wearing suits and then like 
um, button shirt with it open at the top. But he should be going for that like hard biker look. He should wear like <laughs> like imagine him with like tight matte black uh, sort of jeans, smart shoes, um, just a white V neck, and then like a leather jacket and maybe like a chain and a one of those Balmain uh, beanies. Imagine wow. that, and maybe some sunglasses. Says who? Says Michael? Huh? Says who? Says Michael. Says Michael Flax. Hey, you guys, that's Michael Flax and why he wants to dress David. But thank you, uh, Michael. I think that I want to dress, um, for the beginning of this year, as Sia walks away, I want to dress Sia. That's who I want to dress this year. And um, I want to dress Sia because I've seen him for so many months. And like, Sia's got this fabulous touch to everything, you know. And Uh-oh. he smiles and he'll throw his... Hands up in the air very elegantly <laughs> and he'll be like, Liz, what do you think I should do for this? And so I think that, um, it'd be nice that if you have a yacht party this year, mm-hmm. you can engage that was me my for sure. Last year, yes. yes. We needed to dress all nautical by the vibes with water. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I think this year, take me up on it. I needed, I, like, I need a themed, you know, sense of style. What should my theme, like the my go-to items be? Should I get any key pieces of clothing this year? Mm, I think, you know what, that's going to be off air because then you're going to make me lose business because <laughs> then everyone's going to hear what, what I'm prescribing to you and then they'll think they can just jump on it. So can we do that off air? Okay, Drew. Yes, but I'm de- but check me up. Yes, yeah, yes. Since I have this platform with you. Yes. I want, my favorite color is black. Yes. And I want to commit to wearing black every day. Is that too much of a statement? Is that like too, too morbid? Much. It's too much. But some people can do it. See, are you doing it because people are doing it or are you doing, I mean, look at you. You've got, you're like a butterfly inside. You've <laughs> but it's got so a, simple. no, it's no, it's what about white then? Oh no, 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 no. That's too much pressure. Then I can't even <laughs> eat properly. What I love about black is I can wear all black in the office and then I just step outside. And if there's, you know, I have an event to go to, I just put on a black blazer. It can transfer from like casual to formal easily. You know what, Sia? Mm-hmm. Also that one. Let's talk about them off air again. Yes. But I think black is too black. Okay. Yeah, but that's just my thought. And, 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 and it's a fashion is a free expression of how you feel. Yeah. So it's, it's how you feel, but I can help you mold it into, you know, this whole, cause it seems like there's a few things you yes. have set up for the year. So I can bring in my one and then one plus one can be a bigger, nice one. Mm. So I can work, I'll work with you. Merci beaucoup, Liz. Oh, de rien. Merci. Au revoir. Merci. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. This has been the Fashion Lab. Uh, we have been discussing uh, kind of where we feel or we want to see uh, the African fashion industry go to in 2016. Uh, we are definitely wishing all of you brands and fashion designers out there the best of luck. Uh, continue to apply all that you know and continue to also fully equip yourselves and feed your souls and your minds uh, with everything fashion so you can get ahead. Otherwise, have a lovely uh, afternoon uh, or a lovely day wherever you are and uh, we'll sp- speak again soon. Uh, this is where we'll be holding it down every Thursday, 1 to 2 p.m. Peace and love. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com.